们就唱五六七三节。For this wonderful time together, 亲爱的主，我们是何等的感谢为着这样的时间。Especially after we have enjoyed your wonderful feast. 特别是在这，我们就是享受你何等奇妙的这个宴席。Your table that have spread for us in the wilderness. 主啊，你在旷野里为我们铺了这宴席。We thank you so much. We can never thank you enough. We are again at your feet. We pray that you speak to our hearts. We pray that you speak to our hearts. In the name of our Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let's turn to First Corinthians. 请我们打开哥林多前书
chapter 11. Verse 20. When you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper you eat. Now we have a phrase, the Lord's Supper. Now if you read the context, it refers to the breaking of bread. Then let's come back to chapter 10. Verse 21. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons too. You cannot have a part in both the Lord's table and the table of demons. Now here we have the phrase, the Lord's table. Now if you read the context again, it refers to the breaking of bread. Normally we emphasize on chapter 11, the Lord's Supper. From time to time, we do this in remembrance, in remembrance of our Lord. We only think of how much our Lord has done for me and for us. In our remembrance, we can never thank Him enough. But Paul reminds us there's another aspect of the Lord's, uh, Lord's Supper. Talking about the Supper, we're talking about the in remembrance. But however, when we come to the chapter 10, and then the, the Lord, uh, the Paul reminds us the Lord's table. Now, when you talk about the Lord's table here, remembering is not the word. Communion is the word. Now, as you know, this is old English. If you read King James, communion. So, so if you visit the Church of England or Anglican Church, now we have a communion. Now that's the word, verse 16. Is not the cup of blessing that we blessed a communion in the blood of Christ? or that's communion. Now that's a very important word. That means we share something together. So not only in remembrance of him. Something vertically. 
But now communion something horizontally. So you see, that's a different idea. But two ideas should be merged together in the breaking of bread. Now communion, if you uh, if you really go to the original uh, that word, if you go to the original Greek. Now actually the same word as fellowship. So brother sister, we have we are invited into the fellowship of Jesus Christ. So if you understand what is that fellowship, then in the breaking of bread. That exactly play plays where we practice our fellowship. It means the true fellowship is there. If we never learn the art of fellowship in the during the breaking of bread, we don't know what is fellowship. Sometimes we say, oh, let's sit down and have fellowship. Sometimes it means that let's sit down and gossip. So we few brothers and sisters who have the same mind that more fellowship. Christian life is the basis for our fellowship. But the Christian understanding is the uh, is the is the uh, is the depth of our fellowship. Now we few brothers who love one another. We almost have the same background. We almost share the same language. We talk about same thing. We have all we all have children. So when this mother came together, they have a certain theme to talk about. That conversation will knit them together. Then after that, then some sister, oh, we have a wonderful fellowship. In this fellowship, of course, yes. Sometimes the reason you can have such a fellowship because you, you, you can go a little deeper. You have a children, I have a children. So we can go some deeper. If you have a children, I'm still single. Now how could we share the same thing? We can say hello. But we don't have the depth of fellowship. We are not talking about depth of fellowship. That's some other thing. For singles, definitely you have something to share. For the mothers, definitely you have something to share. Now, of course, you have to worry about how you're going to raise your children. Sometimes, yes, he's gossiping. But more than that, but by the grace of the Lord, you still have a wonderful fellowship. So that means you will go deeper. Now, if you really have the same understanding in everything, 
Then no wonder these brothers they really always come to, they always have wonderful come fellowship together. We are not talking about this. We are talking about minimum of the fellowship. We are talking about the basic of our fellowship. Remember that basis. That minimum. Always realized in the breaking of bread. If you do not learn anything about fellows in the breaking of bread, you don't know anything about fellowship. Only from there you can go deeper. But that's very important. My brothers and sisters, now why today we have fellowship? We have to ask where we begin. And then you discover our law instituted the Lord's Supper. But not a supper. Not in remembrance of Him. Not that how much He loved us. But we ought to love one another. We talk about the basis. We talk about the elementary part. Brothers and sisters, now, how do we love one another? Starting from the Lord's table. Starting from there. Now, that's very important. So, when we are talking about fellowship in this time, uh, in this period, but let's not forget the, uh, the basic of our fellowship. So that's why the Lord talk about the bread and talk about the love. When Paul tried to interpret the whole thing, in chapter 11, the Lord's Supper, remembrance of Him. But now in chapter 10, the Lord's Table. We are still in the wilderness. But the Lord spread His table in the wilderness. Thank the Lord, brothers. Now here the emphasis is communion. Now that means fellowship. And then you remember, on, in that evening, when the Lord set up this table, in the beginning He set the tomb. He washed disciples' feet. By doing that, He set the tomb for that evening. If you are to know the meaning of breaking of bread, before that, the Lord Himself already set the tomb. The Lord told Peter, If I do not wash you, you have no part with me. In other words, through the washing of the feet washing, and Peter became the part of Christ. You do you see that? He had a part 
with Christ. Now John also had part with Christ. That this is the way we in remembrance of our Lord. Brothers sisters, because in the breaking of bread. Our Lord wash our feet. How? Based on what He has done on the cross. So this loaf and this cup to us even today is a token of love. So more than that, the Lord said you also have to watch each other's feet. I already set a good example to you. So during the break of bread, not only our Lord is washing our feet, we ought to wash others' feet. That's fellowship. So now we'll ask, in what way we can do that? Well, this is only just a beautiful theory. Or this really a practical way. That the Lord really gave us a wonderful way. So that's why here the word is not the word is not uh, in, uh, remembrance. The, the key word is is fellowship or communion. Now, when the Lord said, If I don't wash you, you have no part with me. Do you see? And from that word part, you have another two English words participation and partaking. You all derive from that part. Because Peter is that part, small part. John is small part. When you come to the Lord's table, you are not the whole. Only Christ is the whole. We thank the Lord. He is the rock. We are the small piece of the stone connect to that rock. You see that? Then the Lord said, you should wash each other's feet. What does that mean? Participation. Or partaking. Now that's the meaning of the Lord's table. So you see, brother, sister, now the Lord said, is not the, no, no, Paul said, is not the cup of blessing for which we bless a participation in the blood of Christ. And is not the law that we break a participation in the body of Christ. And because there is only one loaf, we who are many are one body. For we all partake of that one love. How do you understand this? Why, because the word said, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part with me. So now the Lord already set that tomb clearly. Lord's Supper, during the Lord's Supper, 
do this in remembrance of him. What do you see? You see the bread, you see the cup. And this is the body of Christ, this is the blood our Lord shed for you and for me. When you see the body and the blood separated, we are proclaiming the death. That was supper. So bread and the cup actually is the uh, is the is the uh, is the token or love or symbol of love. But the same thing, bread and the blood, uh, bread and uh, uh, bread and uh, cup. Now, when we come to the Lord's table, now the idea is we have a part to each other. I belong to Christ. He bought me with the precious blood. You belong to Christ. You were also bought with the precious blood. That's why we belong to each other. That's why we have participation. That's why we have fellowship. That's why we we have partaking of the same thing. Then the loaf and the cup. Be careful, Bible never says the loaf and the wine, no. Bible said the loaf and the cup. And now this becomes the symbol or token of fellowship. Now remember, the fellowship also based on love. And for that reason, here you see the two things here. In the Lord's Supper, we have a token of love. Now, in the Lord's Table, we have a token of fellowship. But these are one thing. You should never separate them together. Why? Because when Christ washed our feet, you remember how He loved us. Love to the uttermost. With that love, we ought to love one another. With that standard of love, we should love one another. Brothers and sisters, do you see that? That participation, that fellowship, and that's why we become one body. Now, today we don't dwell on too much on the, uh, on the vision or on the teaching of the Bible. We, we want to go one step further to how we really can have a wonderful fellowship during the Lord's table or during the breaking of bread. So let's come to some practical aspect. Let's go back to the word of Paul. Verse And the, sorry, chapter 11, verse 18. In the first place, I hear that when you come together as a church, 
there are divisions among you. 第一,我听说你们聚会的时候,彼此分门别类,我也稍微的信这话。Now, very important. When you read on, this meeting referred to the breaking of bread. Now, there are many meetings. Friday evening or Thursday evening, we have home fellowship. Uh, this are meeting, this are gathering. That's how we come together. Because we 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 dwell, we live in the same building. So every other week we come together, we have a wonderful fellowship. But remember, sometimes the gathering not just come together. It's come together as a church. Now what is church? That's the body of Christ. When you talk about the church, not only the people you know, not the brother and sister you love. Do you see that? That church has a nature of representation. Even today we have been divided. Now, brothers and sisters, we have nothing to do with the divisions. We want to follow the Lord's testimony. His testimony is there is only one body. So, brothers and sisters, we have no other way. So, we will come together to declare that we have only one body. Well, that's very interesting. There was a hymn written by Anglican Church. Now the 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 the, the hymn something like we are one we, we are one in Christ as one body. That author belonged to Anglican. So when he talk when he think about one body, he only think about Church of England. You see, that's the, that's how he began. That when he wrote that hymn, he never think of something bigger than that. Later, that hymn has been adopted by other denominations. Now you see, remember, in the beginning, when he talked about body of Christ, church only think of themselves. The Baptist, or Methodist, or Quakers, these are all dissenters. You see, they separate from us. They are denominations. We are the they are separated. That's why you have Quakers, you have Anabaptists, and this and that. We are one body. the Lord. And that hymn was so according to the word of God. 
So Baptists use that hymn, no? And the Quakers, a Quaker don't sing the hymn. Now, other other people also, uh, Baptists, of uh, Methodists of God also use it. Then, that author begin to realize that. The body of Christ is much bigger than he thought. Not just Church of England. So may the Lord speak to us. When we come together as a church, we never think only think of those who you to know to meet together. No. We have been divided. We have been divided. But by the grace of the Lord, now we want to have a wonderful testimony. We want to tell people that we are not divided. Breaking of bread. So you see, brothers and sisters, through the breaking of bread, we show to the bottle in people, even we are many, yet. We have only one body. So we have to remember, brothers, the nature of bread of bread. This is a testimony to the world we are one in Christ. We ought to be honest, brothers. We should not have any pretension. We should not use any slogan say we are one. But somehow you have grievances with your brother and sisters. That's not honest. I know sometimes, especially among certain brothers and sisters, they like to sing. And sometimes the hymn is so wonderful. We are one in Christ, we are one in Christ. And some people, when they sing that hymn, they will, they will, they will hold their hand together. And sometimes they even dance together. When you really reach the hope, that's really dance together, we are one in Christ. Are we one in Christ? You will see when you come to the Lord's table. The Holy Spirit will convict you. Are you one with your husband? Are you one with your wife? Are you one with your children? Before you come to the Lord's table, you have nothing between you and the Lord. Yes, thank the Lord for that. Do you have anything between you and your dear wife? Do you have anything between you and your children? How many weeks gone by? How come still something between the parents and the children? We say we come together. All parents and children all sit together. Now that's beautiful, brothers. If possible, that's the best. But this is America. 
Everybody is independent. You see, during the American Revolution, British Army, they wear the uniform, red coats. Everybody red coats. But in United States, you have 13 colonies. Yes, you have the one general, Washington, George Washington. But how are you going to have your uniform? 13 colonies have 13 uniforms. You just look at the different uniform, everybody is independent. They are all free men. You see, those British army, they have been trained, well trained. So they obey the authority. That's why one army, red coats. So, you see, so, so that's why they ought to win the battle. But Americans, think about American society, so-called the rebels. Everybody's free. You are free to come, you are free to go. When the battle, when the battle is terrible, you are in danger of life, you're just free to go. That's the pain of George Washington. You have a whole bunch of free men, they are independent, they are all free. Now brothers, how can you how can you win the battle of independence? So after I read a little bit of the history, I said this must be a miracle. But I'm not a historian, I'm not a student of history. Until I found one book. The title is almost a miracle. Talking about the victory of the war of independence. This is not a word of this author. Not only the word of this actually, actually, this word is the word of George Washington. And this author tried to paraphrase it. So you see, brothers, do you see, do you see that? Everyone is independent. Especially young people, you were trained, you were in such a kind of culture. Of course, we pray that it's possible the whole family should be together. But only when children are very young, so you can sit together. But when the children is growing up, they are all independent. So if you want to have a conversation with daughter, probably you have to, you have to make an appointment with her. She's too busy. So you have to find a good excuse to visit her. That's the cause of independence. Thank God, brother Now there is a part, there is a, there, there is a, there is a good part, for, there is a good reason. That I think this is good, no problem. But remember, brothers, now we belong to the same family. This whole family should be together. 
Now, brother, sister, that's very true. So, when we come to the Lord's table, now, especially when we share, when we share the uh, the loaf and when we share the cup. And uh, remember, uh, remember, actually, uh, because. Not only Christ wash our feet. We also wash each other's feet. But this way, we have a wonderful fellowship. But the point is this. As when you come together as church, there are, there are divisions among you. A division between husband and wife. A division between and and of course, also division between brothers and sisters. hurt you two weeks ago. You just cannot forget it. Some people try to destroy your fame. You couldn't take it. You had to react. Now, brothers, definitely you and me, you have lots of grievances here. How can we keep us? How can we keep us as one? If we never solve our there is a way to do it. Thank the Lord. I will tell you very good news, brothers and sisters. Now, there is a way that can keep us in as a one. Because no matter how difficult time you have gone through, no matter how you cannot forgive your parents, when you come to the Lord's table, that's no more. Brother, sister, yes, your parents hurt you so deeply. You already grown man. You already grown lady. You are on your own. But brothers, you never forget that. But thank the Lord. If you come to the Lord's table, this is the time for you to forget and forget. So brothers, that grievance at the most one week. Never longer than one. So brothers, that's how we have a wonderful testimony. You see, parents and children, they are brothers if they are saved. And this also applies to husband and wife. In this world, they are husband and wife. But in Christ, they are brothers and sisters. So when you think someone who is against you, when you think your brother is against you, now not only the brother is outside your family, brothers and sisters, that's very important. And now we come to a very practical way. Now you see, when we come to the Lord's table, now don't forget, when you see the blood and the cup, 
How much Lord God love you. You have owed so much to the Lord. He forgive you. Just like the just like Lord forgave for forgive Peter. And Peter owed his master ten thousand talents. And then it means it take two hundred twenty thousand years. To repay everything. Now it's impossible. But thank the Lord. The, the master forgive him. But then he went out and found angel. Angel, I believe. His brother. And his brother only. Sing against him, only owed him three hundred denarii. Less than one week, one year of wages. But he went out and grabbed him and choked him. Brothers and sisters, that's why the Lord said you have to forgive your brother seventy times seven. No matter how your parents wronged you. No matter how you have wronged your parents. All this hurt is only 300 denarii. It's nothing to compare how much we owe to our master. So brothers and sisters, do you see that? This is the practical way of wonderful fellowship. Only in this table, you remember how Christ washed our feet. That's fellowship. Now brothers, that's a problem. He loves you so deep. There is no reason you cannot forgive any brother or sister in our midst. There was a true story. One brother came to a break no bread. He discovered one person. Actually the one who murdered his father many years ago. He always tried to look for that murder. He can never for he can never forget of what happened. But thank God. This person. Christ died for him. And even he is converted. Has been converted. Now, brother, if you love the Lord, you must be very happy. If Heavenly Father is happy, you ought to be very happy. Now, he is sitting down, he is in the midst of us. Now, the question is that are you going to share the same bread with that brother? He had to make the decision. He was struggling. 
所以他在这里有挣扎。Sometimes he no, I cannot forget what happened. 他在有的时候他想说我没有办法，因为我不能忘记。But then, if I cannot what happened? 但是如果我不忘记，那会发生什么呢 ？God should not forget what happened. 那主他，我们的神他也不能忘记。How much I owe him? 那我们有欠他有多少呢 ？And that love. 那那样的爱 ，Because Christ washed his feet. 因为基督洗了他的脚了。Now, brother. 所以弟兄们 ，In order to listen to the word. 为了要顺服这个神的话 ，He has no choice. 他没有选择的。He went in. 他也进来这个教，这个说。Sing together. 他也一起唱诗歌。With that brother. 他跟那个弟兄一起唱诗歌。Play together with that brother. 他也与那弟兄一起唱呃祷告。And when the bread come to him. 所以当那个饼来到他们面前。Now, brother, he should pass on. 他应该把那个传传过去。Not today. 但是不是今天 ？Let me think about it. 我说我想想看。No, brothers. That man took one piece of the bread. If I also take the one piece of bread, we have fellowship. No, no, I cannot do that. But brother, he was conquered by the love of Christ. Remember how Christ loved us. We were enemies. This brother is his enemy. But he decided to take that part, that bread, that piece. But he decided to take that part, that bread, that piece. But he decided to take that part, that bread, that piece. And for that reason, and Pete,、uh, not on, not only they have a problem of、uh, divisions, they have another problem. Because in the early time, they have a custom. Their Lord's Supper always at the end of a love feast. Just like the day on the Lord's betrayal. 就像在主被卖的那一夜。Remember, the Lord has the、uh, has the Passover meal with his disciples first. 我们我们记得主在那个时候先与门徒们有这个逾越节的晚餐。And during that, at the end, now have the Lord's supper. 就在那之后，在那个幕后。So in the period, in the early, uh, uh, so in the early time, 就在那早期的教会 especially in the Church of Corinth, 特别是在哥林多教会 they have some kind of practice. 所以他们有一些实行 That means they have a love first. First, 所以他们有先有爱宴 They come together, eat and drink. 所以他来这一一起吃喝 And the eat and drink not means that we have a commun, not means that we have Lord's table. No, that's not part. That's only the last part. So that has practiced for a period of time. Then today we know that is gone. No more love feast. This is only example. There is no teaching behind it. This is only example. There is no teaching behind it. This But as as like this. So, just like today, we have the table, but we have not yet the love feast. Now, because they came the love feast first, so because they came the love feast first, they call agape. 
And that, that means that now we love one another. We have wonderful fellowship. So you see, brothers and sisters, this brother, they think that fellowship, when you come to have a love feast, that's fellowship. And if you in the beginning, they combine the love feast and the Lord's table or Lord's supper together. And somehow they were so overwhelmed with the fellowship. Then they neglect the Lord's table. As if they despise the church of God. Do you see that? If you read the contract, somehow you couldn't understand what happened. Now, because according to the historical background, a period of time you have the Lord's feast first, and then at the end you have the Lord's table or Lord's supper. Now Paul tried to correct them. Paul knows that they, they somehow they treasure the part of love feast. Of course, they drink wine. And some people even get drunk. You know the reason you get drunk. Because you have a wonderful fellowship. During the banquet, during the banquet you talk to each other. You encourage each other. And they drink wine together. You see what excitement. And the more you talk, the more you share, the more you fellowship. They said, that's agape. That is love. Now, brother, they think that's fellowship. Today, we even think the same way. If we have a love feast with some brothers and sisters, we said that's fellowship. We said that's agape. Now sometimes yes, sometimes no. But Paul used this as a very good chance to tell us what is fellowship. So he reminds us the Lord's Supper and also the Lord's Table. And then he talked about to to the to these people. You ought to prepare well before you come to the Lord's table. These people prepare well for the love feasts. I tell you, brothers and sisters, when people begin, when people are gossiping, they prepare very well. They gather all the information about this house and that the family. They know everything. If you do not know any brother, just talk to her. So remember, they are they really prepare very well for love feasts. There is possibility. We never prepare well for the breaking up. So following when 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 uh, normally you see when we read verse uh, until verse twenty six. Now Paul starting from twenty three to twenty six, he revealed to us what is the meaning of the fellowship of the Lord's Supper. So in twenty three to twenty six, Paul then the following verses to the end of the chapter. 
Simply tell us how we should prepare well before we come to the Lord's table. The problem with these people is that they never prepare. So my brother every Sunday when we come together, do you consider this a ritual? Do you consider this a custom? I owe the Lord something. So I have to do that. So this morning belonged to him, this afternoon all mine. So because you consider come here as a ritual, that why never prepared. But remember, brothers, you ought to prepare very well. Now, how do we prepare well? Now, just in one phrase, I don't want to go to detail. Paul tells us we should discern the body. That's enough. Now, if you read the whole context, how do you prepare this body? Time together. Before you take the bread and also the cup. We ought to discern the body. Now in Greek was not the body of the Lord, no. Just the body. So brother, how do you explain? What do you mean by the body? Now Paul just said, This is my body broken for you. So does this mean that we should deserve the body? Yes. Because that's context. So if you want to understand, discern the body. Of course, you should know that this is a token of love. And this law represents the body. How our Lord Jesus' body is broken for you and for me. Now, brother, now that means you remember what happened on the cross. Now, at that time, Christ washed your feet. If you really discern the body, now, brothers and sisters, you, you let Christ wash your feet. Even you have been polluted by this world for a whole week, but now you are clear, you are cleansed. You see that? That's you discern the body. So, if you really see what you even discern the body, then, of course, you give your praise to the Lord. Then, of course, you sing, you, you, you will sing some hymn with your brothers and sisters. Or you have a portion of the word. You want to read loudly to your brothers and sisters. So, you see, you see brothers and sisters, now, if you really follow by the leading of the Holy Spirit, then you are preparing well. Then you can partake the bread and the, and the, and the cup. You know, uh, today we break the bread every Sunday. 
You know, not many, not many Christian bodies do that today. For example, Church of England, yes, every week. But if you go to another Christian body, you don't find that's not the case. Especially if you go to the Reformed Church. Or Presbyterian, for example. And then you find that they only break the bread once a month. Then sometimes you wonder how come in the Bible so clearly is every Lord's Day. Now how come these people they know the Bible quite well? They were Puritans. They love the Lord. They love the word of the Lord. Definitely uh, should be one month, worship once a month, one week. But the reason why they prolonged it to one month. Because they really respect the word of the Lord here. Because they think if we come, we have to prepare. But they find that they didn't prepare well. They think one week is not enough. So then they say two weeks. Then the four weeks. Then they say after four weeks, you ought to prepare well, and then you come. So if you belong to that Christian body, if you come to the Lord's table, you take one month to prepare well yourself. But now that's just uh, that's one month. But if you know the church history very well, you back to Scotland. Now John Knox, you know that's something to do with the Church of Scotland. And of course, now they will come to the Lord's table. So now, then people ask John Knox, how often we should come together to the Lord's table? She said we should prepare well. So that means we need one season to prepare it. So a year has four seasons. So they have a four uh, they have a four breaking up bread for the whole year. So that becomes tradition. You see? But uh, now remember, we have sent him was written by Horatio Bonard. We have just sung the, the, at the beginning we sent that hymn. Remember? That hymn was written by Horatio Bonard. And if he was part, he was one of the Free Church of Scotland. So he wrote that hymn about breaking the bread. But don't forget, they really consider that as a feast. As, a, as a, uh, for the Jewish people, they have all the feasts. Now for Christians, for these people, they have four feasts. 
So every season they will have a special meeting together. So they have the Lord's table first. Then they have a weekend conference and a message and all this. So this is a wonderful feast come together. They already warn your brothers and sisters. During that season you should prepare yourself well. Brothers, if you really take one season to prepare well, you never prepare well. Very practical one week. You see that? Thank God. Why one week? You will never nourish your grievances than one week. In four seasons, you just wait another. You just wait another three months before you forgive your brother sister. It's very serious, brother sister. According to the word of God, we ought to prepare well. Then we take the bread and the cup. It doesn't mean that. After you examine yourself, then you do not take it, do not have a part of it. Not something negative. You always have to take it. But you always have to forgive your brothers. Before that, you have to deal with the Lord. This is not some problem between you and your brother. This is something problem between you and the Lord. If you really know how the Lord forgive us, you can only forgive and forget. So may the Lord really speak to us. Now, that's the body. We talk about the body means that this is my body. But more than that, if you read chapter 10, so when you read the context, not just 11, also chapter 10, very interesting. We are partaking of the same loaf. Do you see? And because they have been broken, I'm taking one piece. You taking another piece. So in the plate you see so many pieces. But yet there's only one loaf. We are so many. Yet we are one body. What body is that? Not just the body Jesus uh, broken for us on the cross. This is Lord's table. Why you take one piece, you take one piece, you take one piece? Why? How dare you take that piece? You belong to Him. I belong to Him. Now, the Lord's body has been broken into pieces. For one purpose that we may be one. So we are one loaf. We are so many, yes, one body. We are partaking of one loaf. Now, brother, not in remembrance of our Lord. Why are you taking that piece of bread? Why are you drink from the same cup? That's 
fellowship，in another words，brothers sisters，弟兄姊妹们，now you have to discern this body，所以我们必须分辨这个身体。This body not what the Lord has done for us，这个身体不只是主为我们成就的。Brothers，弟兄姊妹们，we here we have the one love，今天我们就有一个饼。That's testimony。that's why no matter how difficult it is even 30,000 people are gathering here together we gather here as a church not English speaking brothers upstairs or Chinese speaking downstairs we can pray that, we can pray that way we never had to break our bread this way. As a church come together. No matter how we are different. Thank the Lord. This is the body. Do you see that? For that reason. On the table always one bread. In mainline, once I attend a conference about 3,000 people together. Because God spoke visit Taiwan. 3,000 brothers and sisters try to break the bread. I just want to know how big is that bread. Now that really, really big. You know, they really use Chinese big pan to do that. You see that? They are, of course, also one cup. So that's testimony. So why? No, we drink from one cup. We are participation of the beloved Christ. And you have a piece of the piece. So brothers, we all belong to that love. So that's the way why we feel that, brothers, for the Lord's testimony. On the table, you always see that testimony. Of course, when you pass on, that's technical problems. But on the table, you still have one cup. You still have one loaf. Now, brothers and sisters, and that's why each assembly, each locality, they have their own way of practice. But they maintain the same testimony. That's impossible. You can never see on the table already many cups. That you cannot see it. Do you see that? But anyway, all the all the wine ought to come from the same cup. Why? Because the Lord's table is His testimony. Here we partake of one loaf. Now you know. This is a token of fellowship. Now you know. One body. Brothers and sisters. That's why Paul wrote to the church in Corinth. You are the body of Christ. That's testimony. So may the Lord really speak to our hearts. That's how we discern our body. Because of that, when you present a gift to the Lord, then you think someone who is sing against you. Or you remember somehow you sing against him. According to the Lord, you should leave everything aside and try to reconcile with him or with her. 
Practically, I don't suggest that when you are breaking the bread, if you think that someone sing against you. You know that you have some grievance with this brother or that brother. Oh, then you don't, you don't, you you leave everything. Then you go there and no, that's practical. Not this, is not the, what I'm saying. If you really discern the body. Remember. No matter how you sing your brother or your brother sing against you. That offense always to the Father. We always think that parents sing against the children. As if sing each other, sing against each other. Not true. Brother, sister, every sin always offend our Lord. So at that time, you go ask the Lord to forgive you. You confess your sin. Then blood of Jesus will cleanse your sin. Then you promise the Lord. I'm going to let myself go. Even I'm a father. A dignified person. Now I'm going to obey your command. I'm going, to, I'm going to say sorry to my to my brother or to my wife or to my husband. Brother, sister, this the way discern the body. That's fellowship. So may the Lord really speak to our hearts. Sometimes we only know agape feast is the fellowship. Sometimes we open our house. Many brothers come together have wonderful fellowship. This is a death of fellowship. You don't want even invite all the brothers in New York, no, impossible. Because you have some you have some deeper relationship with your brothers. We are not talking about that. We are talking about love feast. We are talking about Lord's Supper. Lord's table. This is the basic of fellowship. The meaningful part of fellowship. Brother, sister, do you know anything about fellowship? In your experience, do you, can we ask the Lord? Let, let us be together. If you discern the body, you definitely adjust your seat. Now everybody have our favorite seat. We have our own box seat. But brother, sister, if you want to know brother, sister well, you don't have to talk him in Chinese language, no. But brother, sister, you just beside, sit beside him. You are washing his feet. And not only that, and by this way, brother, sister, you really have a wonderful fellowship. You discern the body. On the one hand, in remembrance of him. On the other hand, we have the participation of this cup. 
So may the Lord really speak to our hearts. So let's have a season of prayer. Just feel led by the Lord, by the Holy Spirit. Sisters, 
or even between family members, no matter how we have been aggrieved, no matter how, Lord, we feel that we have been hurt, Lord, to be able to forgive, to be able to love, Lord, just because of your life, the life that's even more precious, Lord, even more, Lord, um, Lord, the bind that, Lord, that overcomes even, Lord, the enemies, Lord, or even those who are closest to us. Dear Lord, we just trust that, Lord, this could be, Lord, that the basis, Lord, indeed only because of Christ. Lord, you have loved us in such a way, Lord, that, Lord, is able to love in any condition, in, in no matter what. So, Lord, teach us, Lord, examine our hearts, Lord, that we can really be true before you and with one another, no matter who it is, no matter Lord, what situations, Lord, that we will not hold ourselves, our ground, no matter how right we are. Lord, we will let go of everything, how you have let go of everything. Amen. Dear Lord, teach us, Lord. We just ask this would not just be words and teaching. Lord, you truly help us examine ourselves before you. Have mercy, we pray. You deserve, you deserve, Lord, to have such testimony, such a oneness, that to be the reality, Lord, that brings pleasure to your heart. Have mercy, we pray. In your precious name, we ask. Amen. Amen.